Moving on in Parsha Shmini to the fifth of the six sections of this week's Parsha. So today we have four points. Four points we're going to discuss. Three, which will be the recap of this section of today. And the fourth, which will be an idea that emerges. Point number one, the Psukim discuss the Shmona Shratzim, the eight Shratze Haaretz, creatures that crawl on the earth that convey Tumah through touch, and that Tumah requires mikvah the day of, and then waiting till Ha'arev Shemesh in order to remove the Tumah, the sun setting, to remove Tumah entirely. Point number two, the Psukim talk about how uh, Tumah is conveyed. Specifically, it talks about through klicheres. That's the first point, the uniqueness of a klicheres is that the Kli itself and the things that are inside of it, assuming it fits the qualifications, that it's movable, etc., can contract Tumah from some sort of a creature that falls in that's dead, thus contaminating it and, again, the things that are inside of it, whether it's kalim or food. Um, and then point number three is in order for something to contract Tumah, food for that matter, it has to be that it was mukhshar lekabel Tumah, it was prepared to receive Tumah, which means it has to be detached from its connecting, connection to the ground, and it has to be that one of the liquids that it makes it fit to contract Tumah have already fallen it with the will of the owner. In such a scenario, if something would fall in it that's tummy after the fact, even if it would have already dried from that liquid, that food can now contract Tumah. Fourth point, which I just wanted to point out here that emerges, Rashi says something very interesting. Rashi says, it's a Rashi, a Paparikidal of Vav. If somebody touches an Avela of one of these creatures, he becomes Tame. Rashi says, Even if you're inside of a mikvah and you touch something that's Tame, the individual still contracts Tumah. Because you might argue and say a Kalvachimer. If a mikvah in general purifies someone that's already contracted Tumah from his Tumah status, certainly it should prevent somebody who's currently inside of it, who touches a Tumah creature while he's inside, from contracting Tumah. Therefore it says, The passage that talks about it specifically says, even if you're in the mikvah, as long as you touch something that's Tameh, you do become Tameh. It does not prevent you from becoming Tameh. It can purify something that is no longer in contact with Tumah, but if somebody's in contact with Tumah, the mikvah does not help. I think on a theological level, a beautiful idea emerges from this. Is Very often, we want to take proactive steps to purifying ourselves, perfecting ourselves, improving ourselves, and that's all great. But first, we have to let go of the sheretz that's in our hand. Because all of those proactive measures could be very ineffective if we're holding on to those things that hold us back. If we're holding on to the negative elements that keep us from accomplishing. First, we have to let go of the sheretz. We have to let go of the dead creature in our hand, the negative elements, whether that's certain averus that we're doing, behaviors we're engaging in, uh, defeating, defeatist mentalities that we're thinking only then can we then go into the mikvah and become pure. Can we purify ourselves and be proactive in, succe in su successfully growing and becoming what we want to be.
Everybody have a wonderful day and a good moed. Chag kosher v'semech. All the best.